Good morning, good day, good afternoon, whatever time it is for you. Welcome to the show. Season three, episode 23. Today, we will calibrate your life by owning your life. I'm Yo, your moderator for today. Welcome back to the welcome of the show. I'm Yo, your moderator for today, and I am here to help you own your life. We're going to be joined by four beautiful souls. We have Denise, Brooke, Marilyn, and Jeannie as our panelists for today. And of course, we have you, the co-host on the couch. Make sure you chime in, post your comments, leave your remarks. And just know that you too are a part of the show. Ooh, they rhyme. Know you on the show. <laughs> Leave a comment in the chat while we're talking. Oh, I'm sorry. I already introduced co-hosts. I introduced them again. Denise, Brooke, Marilyn, and Jeannie. Jeannie. So I'm going to ask you a question. Feel free to answer from your heart as these were not given to you ahead of time. Good luck. I want to start with my seasoned, my seasoned soul sister over there, Miss Marilyn. Miss Marilyn, first question is for you. How has claiming ownership to your life helped you on your entrepreneurial journey? Well, it's interesting because I've left, I've lived most of my life, uh, you know, by world standards. So in other words, uh, get, you know, go to college, get a job, um, have, get married, buy a house, get kids have kids, whatever. And so I think when I retired from high tech, it was tough because I didn't really know how to plan my life. Um, I always thought of myself as a workaholic. So I thought, oh, I can't own my own business because I'll be a workaholic. I'll never see my kids or whatever. So I really, um, it took me a while to grasp working for myself and accepting the fact that I can choose when and where I want to work. And I can actually design a job or a business that allows me to work while I travel. You know, take, take the phone and go and sit on the beach and do your work, uh, whatever. So that's, that was really enlightening for me is to be able to say, you know, I can, I own it. I can define it. I can describe it and I can make it happen. Ooh, I love that. No, my mom told me, I keep saying I a lot. I was like, yeah, because I am the most important. I, I remember it took me a long time to transition. I still struggle, but from transitioning from working for hours, for dollars, to creating design in my own life. Buy me for me. Healthy, what's the feel? <laughs> Where to get that from? Thank you, Ms. Marianne. Same question to you, Brooke. Same question. Pop back up for me, Becky, please. Oh my gosh, what do I say here? I actually completely switched careers. Um, I started the process two years ago. I used to be um, in the medical esthetician field. So I made everybody look beautiful on the outside. And I thought to myself, I'm already um, you know, helping people. They're coming to me with their problems. They're laying on my bed and, and talking to me about these things. 
And then I realized on my own journey of healing myself from, you know, trauma and abusive relationships, I realized it is my time to become an entrepreneur, right? Take ownership of my life because I didn't want to um, fit the, what everybody else was doing, right? And being underneath someone as a boss, right? I wanted to be the boss. I wanted to be the CEO. I wanted to create my life. Um, the way that I wanted it to be. And then I wanted to have freedom. That was the biggest thing for me. It was the freedom that being an entrepreneur was going to give me. I get to make my own hours. I get to be with my kids when I want to be with my kids. And I also get to actually use my creative mind, which is absolutely amazing. Mm, I love that. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. I'm a commenter. Everybody figured that out. Denise, same question, please, sis. How has claiming ownership to your life helped you on your entrepreneurial journey? Thank you. Well, yeah, it makes a big difference to take ownership of your own life. I feel that um, for me, I've never been um, a good employee. Like I was actually a good employee, but I was I was more a self-employer most of my life. I've had job, and but most of the time I was self-employed. And the better I became of controlling my own life, meaning like my brain and what's going on in there and how I behave in my own environment, the better I was getting at being an entrepreneur. And I feel that in order to be uh, successful in any area of your life, whether it's in your relationship, whether it's at work, whether it is with your friends or in your hobbies, well, you have to take care of yourself first. And then once you manage what's going on in your brain and the way you manage your thoughts and your behaviors, then you'll be much better and everything else is. Ooh, this panel is firing up. People on the couch, chime in, chime in. Jeannie, 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 your turn. Same question. How has claiming ownership to your life helped you on your entrepreneurial journey? Well, it's not just only get focused on what I wanted to to do with my me to get focused on healing myself at lengths, or at least I have, of trying to take that focus back and, and taking care of me, responsible for my decisions, I'm responsible for the money, really helped me go, yeah, I can do this. I'm ready to take bold, bold steps and use the resources. I'm waiting for it to come back to me. Your mic, your mic is is spaced. Your word, I got every other word, and I'm not Irina. Me and reading lips is not my strength. I got a lot of your words, but I didn't get all of it. <laughs> if you could make a, I don't know, make a few jobs. Maybe you can see if you can switch your your audio and just make sure because we couldn't really hear you, Jeannie. I'm sorry. I know you got a lot to share. So that's. Let's see. There, yeah, that's good. Now say something else. Oh, okay. What I was saying, um, what helped me with the ownership piece was taking, not trying to help other people, uh, responsible for the money situation, and going forward because that's what I really wanted to do. Okay, I got enough ownership, money situation, move forward, money. Coach. Yeah, I'll start connecting dots. Thank you, Jeannie. Second question. I'm gonna start with. Denise, this time. Oh, should I? Where, where am I? Where I've am done I? this one. I know. I said second question. I got this. Give me a second. Okay. I'm waiting for the question. 
time to get motivated with today's focus. Why is it important to identify what ownership of your life looks like? Denise. Mm. Well, what's important for me to take uh, ownership of my life and identify that is at some point, it was about 25 years ago, I've, I was studying emotional intelligence. And one of the big key elements that I got out of that is first to take 100% responsibility for anything that happened or what you do in your life. So that means that there's no more, I, nothing, like as much as I can, nothing come out of my mouth that says it's not my fault because like, and anything like that's come to me is like, I, I, when somebody comes out, oh, it's not my fault there was traffic. Well, yeah, you didn't leave early enough. It's not my fault. You know, like all the things that, that comes to you and say, it's not my fault. So now for the last 25 years, odd years, as much as I can, I take ownership for everything that happened to my life. If I don't have clients, it's not, it's not the season. It's not the, the, the bad market. It's not this and that. If I don't have clients, it's my fault. If I have lots of clients, it's also my fault. So in a good way. So by taking 100% responsibilities of how you live your life, that's how I feel that I can take ownership over my business and my life. Brooke, you have next. Same question. Okay. Well, that hit me in all the feels, to be honest. Um, I never took responsibility or ownership for what was going on in my life for a very long time. I was always the victim, right? Because um, I was the, the victim of abuse. I was the, the victim in um, the religious cult that I had to break free from. So when I chose to finally see that, okay, I'm responsible in every one of these moments, even when I stayed in an abusive relationship, even when I stayed in an abusive controlling cult, I was responsible. So I needed to own that, see that I wasn't um, the victim, I was a survivor, but I also was able to say, I can take ownership here and say that in every moment I had the choice, right? And being the mindset coach that I am, I realized that, yeah, I have a choice in every moment, in every decision that I make to take ownership of how I'm going to be responsible for my actions, how I'm going to treat other people, how I'm going to respond and react, all of these things. And so that's kind of really helped me um, in my journey become more consciously aware of what am I creating and how am, how am I going to continue to take ownership in every moment. Don't forget, you two can chime on the couch, make some comments. This is some beautiful, beautiful tips being sent out to you all right now. Some suggestions, some thoughts. I'm loving it. Miss Marilyn, it is your turn. Question number two. Okay, so I have been very, very fortunate in life in that I've always been around family and friends that supported me. So whatever my decision was, you know, to go to college, to move to Texas, uh, whatever it was, I was always supported. Uh, but what I found, now that I'm an old wise one, my motion sensor just went off, um, uh, that I'm a wise, you know, it's the, the habits that I've created over time that have kept me strapped. So it's been interesting to look at my life and say, no, it doesn't have to be that way. I don't have to think that way. Um, just because I've always thought that way doesn't mean that that's right for me now in my life. So 
uh, you know, so it's been challenging to say, no, it's me first. You know, when you have, uh, you get married, you put your husband first. When you have kids, you put them first. And so all this time, it's, uh, you know, it's always been, I've been doing stuff for other people. And uh, so now I look at it and say, I deserve some attention. And I've spent the last couple of years really focusing on what does Marilyn want? What does Marilyn want to do with the rest of her life? and finding the things that bring me joy um, and identifying those habits or those affirmations that I say to myself that I need to change. And I've made a lot of progress and I'm enjoying life. So hope you are too. Yes, Lord. Such good stuff. Jeannie, Jeannie, second question back to you. And the archive is coming in from the, from the couch. Thank you yeah. for people in this space. So what I was going to say is, that the thing that really has, has gotten me to move forward and understanding in this pandemic, like we've all been very, very responsible. It uh, doesn't matter what year we had to figure out home, work from home, how we're going to handle the kids, uh, stay safe, you know, get tested, all this stuff. We've had to take, you know, you know really, I think, a when it when it came to, you know, taking control. And I think that's good because when we, we try to own that, we, we become wiser and we become more in environment. When I think about the before times and where people were just kind of running around doing their thing. And I think uh, what's what's great about ownership is up to what you've got to deal with and you pay attention to it. You're like, wait a minute, there's a different way I could do this. And this could actually work for me thanks sis your, your mic is still chopping up but i got more of that i got the key word which is the summarization of what everybody was saying ownership ownership big r responsibility and choices when i finally got to the realization that i am responsible for every choice i've made and the joy of knowing that i actually do have choices and then it made me to own all of that i am truly living my life design by me right now it's, it's still in creation mode but it's going to be my life. This conversation is fire. Yes. And now that the comments coming through, keep them coming. We don't need access to the norm. We do not. There is no norm. We define the norm. Beautiful job, ladies. Thank you. We're going to keep this train rolling. I'm waiting for my next question. Here we are. Keep, keep networking. It's time to keep networking. Jeannie, I'm gonna start with you, but I think if you if you don't move, it might come through clear. Cause I think it's every time you kind of move, the words chop up a little bit. So like, put your Frankenstein on, just and just like get your words come. Who would you ask for help when we are trying to improve in life, Jeannie? Who would you ask for help when we are trying to improve in life? I would seek out an expert. I I would definitely look look for a coach if it's something very so for me, since I'm a money coach, if I was having money coach, um, if I was having issues with talking to somebody who specializes in improving self-esteem, specializes in, you know, keeping my anxiety and getting to find somebody like that. Um, I feel like they're always vague. They're much more, more specific. And if we find the rest of the help that we deserve. Got it. I got that one. That one came in through a lot clearer. Thank you, sis. I appreciate it. 
Denise, same question. Who would you ask for help when we are trying to improve in life? Well, it's funny when I talk to potential clients and I said, why would you need a coach? And then I explained, but also I said, I have coaches. Everybody in their life at certain level, it's always good to have somebody higher up that will raise you, that will push you up. So who would I ask? A little bit the same answer as Jeannie is like, depending on which area you're working on, and there's always specialists out there that will be more knowledgeable than you. Because let's say I'm here, well, there's somebody that's here for sure, even on the serenity expert level or on the mental fitness level or any, you know, like, but there's those that are there are my clients and those that are here are my coaches. So in any area, there's always, there's always somebody who's going to be better than you. And there's always somebody that's going to be lower than you. So I think just reach out, ask. Sometimes you might ask the wrong person because they're below you. So look up and ask for the people that, you know, will really be able to mentor you, help you, support you, coach you. And um, you just have to do your research. Ms. Marilyn, same question. Okay, so I yes, was yeah. thinking it's more of, um, I have a circle of, of friends that have um, similar experiences in life. And so a lot of the time when I'm looking at how do I want to improve my life, you know, it's, it's getting validation that I have and deserve the right to improve my life. So I, you know, I hate to say it, but as you get older, you know, you start questioning things, you know, am I asking for too much? Um, you know, I have so much already, do I deserve more? And um, is it realistic that I change things up? So I have a wide range. I find people that are um, inspiring to me. I have a 70 year old lady that I hang out with and she walks my butt off every time I go. Um, and so she's my inspiration when it comes to being physically healthy, but she also has lived a lot of life. And so, uh, and she's building a brand new house at 70. I, I was like, I would never do that, but she's doing it. And she goes, my house is my home. It's where I spend all my time. And then I have others that are at different ages in life doing different things. And they kind of inspire me to reach out and do more because I can. Mm. Mm. This is so good. Brooke, follow, take us home on this question. Who would you ask for help? So I'm going to be honest here because a lot of people don't really realize the pieces of this because I believe in um, obviously mindset, but I teach a lot of rules of the mind, right? The neuroscience behind our mind. And if we think that we have it all figured out and we can do it all by ourselves, we are self-sabotaging ourselves. So that's a huge piece that um, I teach and saw my own self having to um, rewire my own brain on do not self-sabotage yourself, go and ask for help because there is always room for improvement on this journey. There is never a time where you have it all figured out. So to ask for help is to say, okay, who's gonna be someone that can help me in this place in my journey that I am at, right? And so for me, it was like, I needed help in the beginning from a therapist, right? And then I realized, okay, talk therapy is not helping, um, you know, my complex PTSD that I have. I gotta, I gotta do something else, right? So then I would seek the next person. So I went to an EMDR and then I found hypnotherapy, right? And being um, a clinical hypnotherapist myself, I realized 
how powerful that was because I realized how powerful the subconscious mind was. Once I learned all of those pieces, right, then you go down and say, oh, now I got to work on my body, right? Because my body is still holding all that trauma and experiences and I have to keep going, right, in this journey. So I got to find the next person um, that is going to help me, right? And so now I'm like, you know, in my own business, you know, marketing is disgusting. I hate it, right? <laughs> I, think, I absolutely think it's the grossest thing ever. And so what do I have to do? I'm like, oh, I can just maybe figure this out myself. No, that's self-sabotaging myself, right? I got to go and seek the help to find the marketing person that's knowledgeable, that specializes in it, that's going to be the one to help me in this journey, part of the journey, right? So just realizing and recognizing you need help every step of the way. You cannot do it on your own. You think you can, you are not perfect. You cannot, you know, don't take all that, don't take all that on, right? Go and seek the help that you need. Mm, this is good. This is gearing me up for this weekend. I'm just getting internal, just, I'm getting excited about this weekend because I know this kind of stuff's going to constantly keep happening throughout the two days of the conference. So thank you for this preempted <laughs> excitement. I just wanted to share um, what, what I got from each of you is uh, during my rehab days, because you know, I was in rehab back in 2019, I learned that strong people ask for help. And, and it's not the opposite. You're not weak when you ask. You're, it takes strength to ask for help. And I love that I think Denise started, I know Jeannie started us off where we want to reach out to people who are in that area of expertise that we may need. But Denise, you also said how we might have here and here. And I just want to say this also are here, you know, our partners, mm -hmm. our, our power partners, our people who have like minds like we do. We can also ask each other for help. It doesn't have to be somebody that's where I want to go or where I'm trying to get to where I am. There's also support in that middle area too. So I love this. This is so great. Oh, we're doing so good. <laughs> M-I-N-K. It is time to gain knowledge. I want to start with Brooke this time. Final thought. This is your final thought. You get to share one tip. What is your final tip for calibrating your life? What do you want to share with the people? So I always tell everybody, if you heal your mind, you change your life because, you know, a lot of people talk about um, manifestation and, you know, creating this, your best life and stuff. But until you heal your mind and your body and you kind of become one with yourself, you're not going to be able to create from your best life because you're going to still be living from the past or past experiences. So if you can move forward, and you want to do that, right? You want to recognize and, and bring awareness to your patterns and behaviors that are just really not serving you anymore. The most important thing for you is to heal your mind because that's going to change your whole entire external reality. So in order to do that and manifest what you want to bring into your life, whatever that may be, right? The, the relationship, the, the job, or um, the fact that you want to you know, be able to travel the world and have all of this money, whatever that looks like for you. It's about first healing from your old patterns. So that's why I always say, like, you know, as long as you can bring enough conscious awareness to those things, you can really create um, your best life. Mm. I hope y'all got some pencils out there on the couch because these are some tips. That's, that's a great start to our tips. Write them down. Go to Nuggets. Start collecting. Denise, what is one tip you would like to share on how to calibrate your own life? It's all good. That's that's one more that's one way of me saying that regardless of what happened in the past, regardless of what you anticipate in the future, just stay here, right here, right now, in the present, and it's all good. 
And if you have trauma to heal from your past and you need, you feel like you need help, well, it's able, you're able to shift from crisis to oasis and ask for help, ask for people to assist you. And in the end, it's all good. You are where you are today because of the situation that led you there. Be thankful because the future will be brighter if you want it to. Jeannie, what's your one tip on how to calibrate your life? It lives in the survival part of the brain. And so there is a money situation. If we're starting to pay, we get confused. Now I want to think about money coaching skills that I, that, you know, do you need to breathe and slow down, ground yourself instead of going down a really terrible lot of people do they make most of their money decisions out of fear money has its own mindset and you need to make sure that your mind matches your monies that's what i got out of that that's okay good yes. See? <laughs> and i had to read your lips i figured it out from all the work that i got look at me moderating all right miss marilyn one tip to share how you would calibrate your life okay well being the oldest one in the room the biggest learning as you get older is don't worry about what other people think. You know, frankly, they only think of you for just a moment. And it's when you did something silly or stupid and they you know, laugh at you or whatever, but they really don't think about you. People think about themselves. So don't worry about what other people think. I, I went through life, you know, worrying about what my classmates thought. I worried about what my coworkers and my boss thought. And I worried about, you know, what, what my friends and family thought. And then the reality is, is they're not really thinking about you very much. So just do what you want to do. And you don't have to justify it to anybody. It's just say no and let it go. It's like, I don't want to do it. I'm not going to do it. And then, you know, they basically, you know, uh, you don't have to give a reason for anything. You make the decision. This is what I want. And you're with me or you're not. Oh, this is good. I'm going to rewatch I want to add on that. I oh, need to add on you, that. Because yeah. I remember reading a quote from RuPaul. And RuPaul said, whatever other people think of me, it's none of my business. <laughs> you took the words out of my mouth, Denise. I was going to say, there's actually a book. There's a book uh, where other people thinking about you is none of your business. Yeah. I hear now what I got from each of you is you want to start with your mind because that's actually the foundation of how we set, how we create our life. And then you want to make sure that every area of our life has a connection. So money is important. It has its own mindset. And then you want to make sure that you let things go once you realize it might not be serving you. And then you got to understand that nobody else is fucking worried about you. You are the most important person in your life. And you're the only ones that truly matter. That's my tip. You know, don't worry about nobody. Be you. That's my tip, of course. Be you. That yo and you be you. Oh, it's time for announcements, announcements, announcements. Y'all can't see my jazzy Can y'all see it? <laughs> time for announcements. We're gonna start with you, Denise. What do you like? What is your announcement? What you got going on, sis? Well, for me, there's two things. You can book a call with me. So you'll have the link to book a call with me. And also I have a gift, which is spring cleaning for your brain. 
So how to declutter your brain and how to work into cleaning up your brain so that you remove all the things. You know, we clean our garage, we clean our house, but not often we clean what's in our brain. Sometimes it's people, sometimes it's thought behaviors. So there's a downloadable for that that's going to come through. And um, and if you want more help, book a call with me. Yes, I'm booking. I've never booked a call. I'm booking with you before we get out this as soon as the show is over. Thank you for sharing that. Brooke, what's your announcement? My announcement is um, obviously to book a call with me um, to see, you know, what does need to be rewired or maybe looked at differently. You're listening to beliefs and be, you know, kind of set yourself free from those. Um, also on my website, um, I have a free ebook for how to create healthy boundaries um, for yourself and with others. And I also am a speaker on a summit for um, the Global Health um, Maps on September 14th at 2 p.m. where I'm going to be speaking about how to harness the power of your subconscious mind. And there's a, like so many um, health and wellness um, experts, um, psychologists and other healers um, on this actual presentation that are gonna be talking about um, how to really live your best life. Ooh, yeah, I'm gonna be on your calendar too. And I hope all of y'all in the audience are gonna follow suit take charge of the leadership and get on everybody's calendars and support these beautiful women and these all the stuff they got going on. Jeannie, what's your announcement, sis? After class accelerator that is happening. And so I have the link uh, um, in our little section here. And also have lots of questions about your money, about where is what do you want to do next with it? Money Masterclass Accelerator with Jeannie and what I want to do next week. I want to I want to expand it. So go ahead and put that on your agenda. Expand my money. Marilyn, what's your announcement? I know, Miss Marilyn, I can't hear you. So I, I love to brainstorm with people. So go ahead and reach out to me uh, at, to book a session. And let's just brainstorm about what do you want to do with the rest of your life? It, let's go out and get out of the box. Let's quit living life as everybody else expects us to. So let's book a chat at marilyn-robinson.com. They're on your screen. And let's think big. Ooh, I like it. I'm going to be in all three of y'all's counters before the end of the day. Promises. Heart lit. And I would love to put everybody on my calendar. Uh, my announcement is I would like to offer a connection call, get to know you. I have, a, I have lots of resources and support, way support. I want to see how we can add value to each other. And if you're in the DFW area in September, last Sunday, I'm going to have a BYOB, Be Yourself Brunch at David Buster's. We're going to have fun. Oh, oh it's going to be so, be so good. So good. So yeah, get on my calendar. Let's talk. Let's see how we can serve each other. That's my announcement. And then Mink Life also has its own announcements. This weekend, you have never experienced a conference like this. That is coming from true experience. 24 panel discussions, six workshops, breakouts, networking community. Oh, and I got to throw in there. Accents. If you are an accent lover like me, you want to be at these conferences because they come in with these accents from different countries. So the conference this weekend, the information in the register will be posted on the group, in the group. There it is, nextglobalconvergeconference.com. You want to be there. You want to be there. We'll all be there. 
Then we also have our Mink Life online learning community where you can come in and share some of your expertise and also benefit from others' expertises. Is that a word? I made it up if it's not. So you want to join our community. What else we got? Community communication. Ooh, oh, the Minkabator. Again, nothing like it. It's, you can't even explain it. You can't really put it into words. You have to experience it. So I challenge you to come join us in the Minkabator any day this week or any day coming up. Not Saturdays. That's our off day. But anything Sunday through Friday, come join out with us. It's a beautiful co-working space. We support each other. We encourage each other. We get real with each other. So come on into the Minkabator. Be a part of that space. And then we have our live show twice a week. We have our podcast, which is an extension of what you hear, what you saw here, which you could hear there. And we have our week, no, monthly newsletter, publications, Zone of Genius. Is that, is that all the announcements for the community? Oh, and then this Thursday, oh, shit, sorry. Ooh, I'm trying to stop cussing. Mm, 2 p.m. Open the jar. <laughs> this Thursday at 2 p.m. PST, you can join our creator and founder of Mink Life, Miss Monica Henderson herself, and go through the course of maximizing your business. There are other courses also offered in the Mink Life community, but this one's coming up Thursday. Oh, no, that's the show. My bad. Yeah, shoot. Ooh, my bad. That's the show. Thursday with Monica. <laughs> What is okay? <laughs> I think that's it. I want to say that's it. Is me saying thank you? I believe it is me saying thank you. Yes, it is. Monica says, Say bye. Love everybody <laughs> here today. You're beautiful. Women. Thank you so much for everything for being on the show. Brooke, Denise, Marilyn, Jeannie. Thank you. Make sure y'all sign up for the connection calls. Make sure y'all sign up for the master classes. Make sure that you know that you also part of this show on the couch, and we're grateful to you. We will see you on Thursday with Monica, and then again next week. Ciao.